0: Here's my today dick. Look at it. This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. Today's episode is Species. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Latest Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the rechargeable, recyclable, regenerative Justin Waddell. How's it going, sir?
1: It is uh, It is okay, Nick. It is good to see you,
0: my friend. It is good to see you. Sounds like you've, uh, y- you dodged, right? You dodged?
1: Yeah, I'm still out here dodging COVID. Uh, I imagine you are doing the same. Is that correct? Yeah oh yeah man have you had any run-ins lately
0: yeah yeah it was funny um i was there was a guy walking down the street really well-dressed guy to the nines top hat vest had one of those canes with the wolf skull on the top of it (laughs) yes yeah i was so i was so caught up i was like really in awe of this fella and uh he unscrewed the wolf head and covid came out oh my god like a wisp of of smoke Sounds like a Stephen King type situation. It's beckoning. But you know what's funny? Hmm? Strong wind sent COVID packing.
1: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. They say ventilation certainly uh, is a factor. It matters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So the ventilation helped you dodge it. Yeah, and I know some people in the news it's getting worse out there. You know, I know some people myself. I'm related to a few people that have it right now, but they're doing during okay. How you feeling about everything in the world? Give me oh. a give me a give me a 1 to 10. We're running a hot 3 right now. <laughs> How's democracy looking? Super, man.
0: But no, things are good, just waiting for uh just some more madness to erupt. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, we well, this is you know we we are recording this on Sunday night. It's like at the, I think as they call it, the lip of the week. Yeah, right, right on the rim. Yeah, of another number of days that are going to be bringing us hot news and I don't know what kind of unexpected joy. Yeah, I just love I love walking the streets all free. You know, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, like Kyle Rittenhouse.
1: Yeah, well, he did get out on bail with the help of some, um, I don't know, was it? Is it like uh, a Z-list actor, I guess, at this point? Ricky Schroeder in the news. Unbelievable. Only way he can get in the news, I think, is by doing something so wild. I mean, um, we got
0: Dolly Parton out there saving millions, and then we got Richard Schroeder walking his dick up and down the street, failing. <sighs>
1: He uh, was quite a precocious youngster, had that flaxen hair, quite a girlish uh, young man. And I'd say uh, these days, um, quite a piece of shit. (laughs) So what I'm thinking of is um,
0: more than fatherly advice being dispensed on the set of The Champ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, look who it is as his dad in that movie. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Mr. Yeah. John Voight. Yep. Passing down his genetics, I guess. And the real, I guess it was like method acting, a little method acting going on there. But yeah, they're both um quite the f- public figures these days, I guess. Yeah, they're just uh, nailing it, getting everything right. You yeah. know, Ricky Schroeder, remember when he tried to change his name to Rick Schroeder? That was a big deal. He dropped the Y. I'm going to bring back the Y. And just yelled at the universe. Nick, he's a divorced man. I know too much about him. I don't know if we need to stick to him. But have you? Okay, have you? Have you uh, sampled his his movie career lately? <laughs> Has anyone? Is there one? What is he in movies? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think he was in Lonesome Dove. Yeah, and you know, as an adult, I just don't really know what else he's been in. She's Lonesome Dove, man. That's a drop. What's his wonder if uh Tommy Lee Jones backhanded him on set, you know, near the catering table or something. Cause Tommy Lee's in that, right? Or am I thinking wrong? Oh yeah. Robert Duvall in there? I think so. Prince? Prince in there? Yep. yep. John Woo directed. Oh well, he would do that, wouldn't
0: he? I l lo- I'd love the idea of, of Prince ponying up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing a soundtrack. No, no. From Dove? Yeah, like he's he's there and they're like, there is a four foot cowboy just rolled into town.
1: <laughs> Wearing, I guess, magenta. I have to th- hold the color chart up. Son, can you hold still? I can't shoot you with all them ruffles. <laughs> that is too bad. That's a missed opportunity because Prince was a little bit of an actor. Right, I don't think he ever thought he was uh, an incredible thespian. You know, he never bragged about his performances, but he was in a few movies. That's too bad. He never dipped his toe in the western. You know, I could. There's this image I have of Prince that that
0: overrides every other image I have of Prince. There's a scene in the video from one of the songs that he did for Purple Rain, where he's like like scuffling with somebody. He's he's like in like a little brawl with somebody, Mm -hmm. and he looks like a child trying to bat away a giant and it's so ineffectual and that's the overriding memory i have of prince as a, as a, as an on-screen persona
1: i mean fair enough but i mean apparently kind of just loved to fuck with people which that makes me like him and then he was quite an athlete apparently and a so, decent musician if you ask around yeah of course incredible he was way around a guitar a very
0: illustrious producing career he had a mansion uh, everybody knows about yeah, what was his mansion called? Paisley Park, right? Paisley Park. It's a great name. He had a, he had the guys that did all the sets from Lord of the Rings build his uh, house for him, so
1: you know he could reach everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Prince. I miss him. yeah, you know, it's too bad because he he was kind of a uh, larger than life figure. He's he's very missed. Be interesting to hear what his take on COVID. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, he'd probably yeah. write
0: a song or two about it. Think so. And you know what? You know the, the amount of like respect and eulogies that were given for that guy after he passed away unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Should not have died when he did. He had plenty still in the tank. Uh, but I think he'd be, you know, wherever he may be now. He's probably smiling down, knowing that he got a mention during the species podcast. I
1: <laughs> wonder if you're in heaven. You know, because well, how time works, and if if it works how I think it does, you can just listen to podcasts for eternity. Right, yeah. You know? And you finally, you can finally fit them all in. I think if, if Heaven is as badass as some people say it may be, I would think that he's already heard this finished episode. Oh my God, really? So there's some kind of, yeah, it could be... Do you think he went out to the to iTunes or to... Uh, he's like he's like sitting
0: in a chocolate canoe on a honeycomb river <laughs> listening to this episode before we even record it. Do you
1: think... Let me just ask you this. <laughs> Do you think they've played Species in Heaven? Like as like, a, you know, at a one of their dry, cloud drive-ins, whatever they have up there. I, I'd like to think that Heaven
0: is powered by Species. <laughs> Like if if somebody doesn't mention or or watch species for an extended period of time, heaven goes out of power. It just come you
1: know, it fades out. Like you think God's out there over the loudspeaker and just says, Henstridge marathon, we're doing it. Tuesday. (laughs) Sometimes they'll even pull H.R. Giger out from
0: hell to watch with them.
1: Hey, God, is this species the one where a tentacle comes out of a tit? Is that, or or am I thinking, and then Matthew Perry's famous words you got to narrow that shit down. (laughs) (laughs) It hangs a man, it hangs Michael Madsen in this, the tentacle, the the tentacled tit. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Edgar Allan Poe stories. All right, well, we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves All right, here.
0: so yeah, guys, it's a movie microscope. It's a show where we zoom in. We watch a film through scrimshaw defeated eyes and strain hard as things come out. And then as we rummage ourselves through the rummage, we discover what makes or breaks, and we desensitize, and then we share with the likes of you. So if we're watching The Caveman's Valentine, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where Samuel L. puppeteers a leather Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) We talk about the little moments. Of which there are several in Species, today's film. Tell you what, man. I came out of the theater when this came out, Giddy as a schoolgirl. Because I I was excited about it because of the subject matter and... (laughs) Some of the pedigree and some of the, you know, it was sort of in the wheelhouse, right age, right time. Um, I mean, think about what this, like, we were sort of young, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. But you got a gory movie with a lot of kind of cool character actors. You got a super uh, sexy lady. You know, it's, it's, it's a genre film with some stink on it.
1: Yeah, 1995. What were you doing? How old were you? It was, what, 23? 23, yeah. We were at that same age in it. Watching this film. I don't know if it was a summer film. It, it was, was a winter film. What, what do you think?
0: I think what, it prob- probably it feels like either a, a right before summer or right after summer type of thing. Right. You know, like the, the doldrums, the March or August, September slot. But, yeah, well, that was a good year. Braves won the World Series. COVID hadn't been hatched, or at least this this strain. It was pre nine eleven, so we were still kind of rocking along all
1: blinders on, not realizing how shitty it could be. People relatively got along yeah it was uh i don't you know i don't remember being excited about this film at all but i remember seeing it seeing it in the theater came out july mm-hmm. 7th right in the big time big time Did summer it. release yeah i think it was kind of a hit it was cost 35 made 113 you know not bad is that worldwide number nick can't have made 100 million in the u.s it had to be worldwide it, you're talking it, it,
0: it debut it was worldwide 60 in the states It came in, it was number two at the box office behind, let me see if you can guess what movie it is. I'll give you some hints. Bill Paxton. Twister. Dehydrated ice cream.
1: No, no, Twister. Oh, dehydrated ice cream.
0: I can't give you any other stars, or it'll give it away. So I'm giving you kind of an interesting side. (sighs) Kathleen Quinlan. Kathleen
1: Quinlan, Bill Paxton. And dehydrated foods. Dehydrated foods. So it would be Apollo 13. You got it, dog. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. I forgot he was in it for a second.
0: I, I had to think of the least known or the least expected person hmm. from that movie. <clears throat> what do those two movies have in common? Species and uh, Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, outer Space. Nailed it. Yeah. And uh, Beautiful Breasts. I would just go with the first one. but Oh, well, Kathleen Quinlan. She got her kit off in the doors. Yeah, she did. She did. And it. she's being chased around, if I remember correctly.
1: By uh, Val Kilmer yeah she was later in breakdown which is a movie that you and i reference yeah. quite a lot
0: and she was she was in another movie where she was with a child was she in twilights in the movie
1: i think she was yeah yeah with the maybe with the one with the little kid and the tv yeah yep. yeah i think that was mm-hmm. her yeah she's been around a while she's great uh, i always like oh yeah she's in event horizon as well and she was Which in is Quin- a movie we probably should do on this show at some
0: point we definitely to do and she was great in quinlan down under mm-hmm so, yeah, Species, folks. Directed by Roger Donaldson, a, a gifted Australian filmmaker, responsible for many films that I love, and uh, just a and a, loaded with actors. that I, This movie is loaded with actors that are loved.
1: Yeah, I mean, I imagine loaded with actors that might feel they're slumming it a little bit. What do you think? I mean, there's one in particular that that had to know, although his future career, it's not like he ever diverted. because about my man, Hingley? He would do Schindler's List, and then he would do... Like he later would do, uh, you know, what's his face? What's the guy that hack director that Uve Bull? He was in some Uve Bull work, yeah, works.
0: Yeah,
1: not a picky actor.
0: No, <clears throat> I mean, you know, he'll mix in, you know, he'll mix in some greats. You know, he will. He'll do something like, I which I, I like, Death and the Maiden. You know, it's a solid flick. Yeah, obviously, Sigourney. Iron Man Three. You know, Shutter Island. And then he'll throw out like a like a dog shit, you know, like you would mentioned. Uh, he like a, he was in a Sound of Thunder. Yes, he's in Lucky yeah. Number Eleven. He's in Gandhi. All these dog shit puss films, <laughs> and then he'll do a great one like you know Spooky House. You know, he's in Spooky House. He
1: sure is. What is that? I mean, it's a kids' film. I'm sure he just always is acting. He's always in every. You know, he he must not not want to. Uh ever be off of set you know he's like that kind of guy and in this movie a little bit of a spoiler we get to see ben kingsley in a club you know what i'm saying just watching the you know the wild dancing as he uh you know i don't know what he he observes yeah the the dance floor
0: i was trying to think of how i just he's got one look he's got one look on his face this entire film Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure... Because I, I think I told you on the phone that I, it f- I felt like he always looked nervous or whatever. Right. But I think he he looks like a
1: dachshund. I mean, I think he always... I feel... <laughs> I, fe- I feel that he usually it plays the same character. And every once in a while, he'll, he'll throw in an actual performance. So, and like... He'll do, like, a sexy beast. Sexy beast is, is an, a, an incredible performance by him. So, but mostly... I think you get this kind of Kingsley, right? Just kind of this very intelligent, you know, could you go either way? He's either very intelligent, good guy or very intelligent. Well, there's one,
0: the recipe for a film like this, you have to throw in one British serious actor. You know, you got Charles Mm -hmm. Dance in Alien 3. You know, you got these guys that are obviously uh, outclassing everybody, but it lends authenticity to the film. But also it's kind of fun to see those guys in these kind of movies. Like I, I always felt, I always feel good when I see, one of those names in here, because you know, either a they're going to really be taking a dog shit, and it's going to be fun to watch, or they're going to class up the joint, which will be fun to watch. There's no. What do you think?
1: Cool. What do you? What do we get here? Classes well, I mean, it up
0: a little bit. His intention was, but he gets blown off the screen by Marge Helgenberger <laughs>
1: and Mike Madsen. <laughs> so let's get to go through the rest rest of the cast. You just mentioned two of them. Yeah, you got Whip Hubbley, old Whip Hubbley, and a, for a minute, you got Alfred Molina. Yeah, you got Michelle Williams. In her first, first role, Whitaker right, and Michelle Williams. Yeah, I was yeah. I was surprised to see her got crop Natasha up. Natasha
0: Henswich in her first role,
1: mm-hmm. a Canadian actress. You got Mike Mad. Yeah, well, you said Michael Madsen. You know, looking very uh, cool in this. Like yeah. it's kind of his one mode. So Kingsley certainly can do a variation on his performances. Michael Magna- Madsen has one gear, and it's um, a beautiful gear. It is. He's a he's looking like a matinee idol in this a little bit, you know, like he never he never left the 50s. And I think he's got like a uh, I don't think he looks back on this movie very fondly. I think he should. Absolutely. It's got, you know, it's but did you mention did you mention
0: my boy Who? Jordan Lund in this? <laughs> Who's Jordan Lund? You'll know if you see a picture of him, He he's always plays a villain. He's like this scummy looking guy. Is he, he an army
1: guy? In this he, he plays like a science guy or something like that, or like a Fed or something. You notice who edited this movie? Someone very appropriate. Who's that? Conrad Buff. Oh yeah. Very you know good, why very they, good editor. They call him in because there's if there's gonna be nudity. Yeah, calling them. You call them the best. Yeah. You
0: now, obviously, the conceit of this is that it's one of the one of the one of those rare films that H.R. Giger participated in. Probably had more control than he did even in the Alien series because he actually, you know, they they kept his designs
1: intact. This is a super Giger movie. What do you think his thought of a better this or Alien? Which one? I don't I can't speak for him. I'm saying, which one do you think the, maybe the world holds in higher regard? Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously alien, but... Trick question. Species two.
0: <laughs> so, let's, Justin, why don't you dish out the premise
1: of this thing? So, the premise is, uh, space is sent a message. And the message is a recipe for a human-alien hybrid. And the damn nerds can't wait to cook that up. They're Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Space is space has just sent us a message. Let's do it. Let's follow it to the, to the T they do. And they produce a a little kid Mm -hmm. um, who looks a lot like Michelle Williams. And so then Ben Kingsley, he's in charge of this scientific operation. And he, at the beginning of the movie, you see this little kid, she's in a cage and they're about to exterminate her. Because they created her and now they're worried about it. Yeah. And so they tried to they try to cyanide her off the earth. Mm-hmm. doesn't work. she escapes. And so then Ben Kingsley uh, gathers a ragtag group of nerds plus Michael Madsen, <laughs> and they uh, they go into pursuit. they, they try to find this uh, yeah this humanoid, is yeah. that? Yeah, is that right? I, lo- I love this. I love I love that they
0: sent a recipe for that. Um, not like you know, not like Space Pie or something like that. You know, that's something great. It makes me it makes me actually re- be reminded of another film that we'll be doing an episode. I don't know, like 122, uh, mm. the Arrival, because they're just about to dismantle the Arecibo telescope or the radar array. Mm. You hear about that? It's it's uh-uh. it's uh, it's it's in disrepair, and they have to disassemble it. And that's the end of an era, folks. That's that. That's what they used to receive, SIL. and now it's going away. So we definitely need to do the arrival to celebrate a wonderful facility. Um, you know. Do you know
1: that they just translated a message from space? Well, what did it say? It said, uh, "What the? What are you guys doing down there? Yeah, you know what's yeah. going on? What's happening?" Yeah, Schroeder method. said, like question
0: mark. <laughs> Um, so let me tell you. Here's something I love about this movie. Mm-hmm. The movie starts, and they've already built
1: Sill. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Sill is the name of this of this human alien hybrid.
0: Right. They've already. So we don't <clears> have to waste our time watching them create this thing and all. That. It's already done. Right. So, I love it. That's such a nice change of pace. Saves us some screen time and get right to the right to the business tells an origin story to go fuck itself. I love
1: it. I love that it still exists. Frame one. <clears throat> yeah. And so and I also like to, that you get to see an alien in PJs, which I don't <laughs> think is something that happens in a lot of movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, you I, know, she escapes. She does like a, I don't know, what can you say? She like arrows herself through the glass. Yeah. She, is that?
0: Yeah. She does. She's kind of like the, the dog in uh, The Fly 2, except
1: she doesn't. She makes it. You know, then. and Kingsley is upset about this. So he's you know, you don't know what kind of bond that they have. You don't know what if they try to educate this thing and and they got worried this little this this uh, creature, um, you know, looks very obviously like a, just like a little 10 year old girl, you know, 11 year old girl or whatever. So Kings, they show Kingsley in a shot, but he's about to uh, wipe it out, you know, murder it. He's got a little CGI tear on his in his eye. I think I think they might have computer generated that tear and then they cut away and they cut back and he, they just splash water all over his eyes.
0: Does he say I'm sorry? Does he mouth? I'm sorry to her.
1: He does. Yeah, yeah. they talk to each other. Yeah. And um, but you pay if you want Kingsley's real tears. Yeah. You better be paying more than Spacey Species had, you know? Yeah. Did I just say species? <laughs> Well, you did mention, you know, uh,
0: underage children, so I can see why. Um, Yeah, and and the funny thing, so this girl, you know, you feel bad for her. You feel feel Mm -hmm. bad for her being subjected to such an evil end. Obviously, she escapes, and you feel good for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she
1: throws... Because she she escapes, yeah. But then she destroys a homeless man. So you don't feel that bad about that because she, you know, for some reason that she, once she escapes... She's got some um, some chops like she's never obviously been out of this facility that I mean, that they that they you assume that. But she turns into like an immediate like a thief. Right. Pretty skilled at it. Um, a con artist. And then when she's on this train, a murderer like she so this guy tries to uh, I guess they're trying to suggest that he sexually assaults her or tries to.
0: No, he's trying to wake her
1: up because he's poking around to see, you know, I don't know if he's trying to sexually assault her. They they imply that because they get his face all weird. Like, you know, they have a weird angle on his face and he looks like he's licking his lips. And so she uh, shatters him against the side of the the cargo uh, train. I I think it was just a a SIL POV
0: and she registered him as a threat. And I think the guy... I think
1: he was a threat. Like, that's the thing is I, I can't believe this movie threw you this early. I just don't like when they kill off my favorite character instantly. <laughs> he is bent quite a bit. He reminded me of uh, when, um, what's his face in Dreamcatcher gets hit by the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I right? He yeah. has a pre reference? Yeah, I think I like, I, I'd like to think that the screenplay for
0: Species, um, you know, they, they like to leave a lot of it to the filmmakers. I'd, I'd like to think mm. that the script said, she throws him to death. And Donaldson weaved a web of magic. <laughs> Luckily, I'll be receiving the movie tie-in novel in the next few days. I'll be able to find out for myself. This is actually not a joke. No. Nope. You actually did order it. So you're gonna read this. I have I've I have read this and I will read it again. Oh, really? Yeah, I read this when I was when I was in '95. I may do. Uh, I may do. I may read passages from this when we do the species two episode. Mind
1: if I zoom in? Go ahead. Spending your time on Earth wisely. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Read it. Gonna read it twice. <laughs> you will be possibly the only person, aside from the editor, that has read that twice. Yeah, and then uh, they, they're also sending me the book for part two so was that is there not, what came first is the movie tie-in or yeah it wasn't both, based in a book no it's not based is, this is by the writer of virus thank god Did you know that no i didn't this is the more successful of those, far, yeah. those two
0: but beat to the punch <clears throat> at the movie microscope by virus
1: that's true. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? She goes into the store at one point. Can I is, hold on? A are... sec.
0: Can I interrupt you real quick? Mm-hmm. Listeners, you should probably go back and listen to the virus episode. Pause this. Go listen to that episode and then come on back just just to be enriched. All right. Sorry. Played,
1: maybe play at the same time. Yeah. What were you saying? Welcome back, guys. There's a couple um, things that happen when she's doing this. Her little you know, th- thievery at the beginning. This is Michelle Williams still, by the way. She later um morphs into to to the main character pretty much. But all right, so um there's an arcade game that she's that she strolls on by. Did you write it down? Centipede. Centipede. Now what, what arcade game do we feature we have recently in a movie? Space Invaders Deluxe. Yes. No, I'm just saying and she also there's a Toblerone in the shot. Really? Mm-hmm. Steve, a product placement, Steve Murphy's favorite. I know. But then she boards this train. Like she gets on this train, Can she I, steals the. But before she goes on the train, we yeah, get. Go ahead. To see I, I don't mean to jump far. Ahead. An
0: old school credit card machine being. Used. I know we do. Yeah. Did it bring you back? It brought me super back. And I remember the funny thing is, even in the digital age, a lot of places have to keep one of those little nuggets around in case shit goes down. So mm-hmm. as recently as 2019, I've seen somebody had to yank one of those out from storage and go cha chance
1: with my card, Create, Creating an, an impression. Yeah. Right. I don't think like when we, we were growing up, those those were kind of being phased out anyway. Right. Yeah. But they're st- they still do the work, man. Yeah. So anyway, she steals a bag and boards a train like, you know, doesn't have a ticket or anything. You know, that's one thing I was wondering. She kind of knows she's kind of smart. You know, she knows what to do. She she's no, she's probably going to be super hot. And that's not not, that's not where you're going. All right. Sorry. She's going to be you know, she needs to get away. She needs to keep running. Boards a train. Now. She grabs a bunch of food and did she you know start stealing stuff in the train, you know, to to eat. But she also steals still steal wool. Yes. Which they never do anything with that, right? You don't know that. But that's I'm just saying that's that's pure Donaldson, a little punny through in there. I think that's Steal, stealing still wool. That's no, a little wink.
0: It's very giger. I think that's her pubes. Her her sill pubes, like the future sill pubes, or are...
1: she tapes them down there?
0: Yeah. Sure. It's her it's her it's her, you know, her murder merkin Her her, you know, her her like
1: so she you know very sympathetic at this point. And it kind of throughout the movie, almost like you kind of were rooting for, her. Um, but she has a dream here, Nick. And why don't you talk a little bit about her, uh, the dream that she has?
0: I, I call, I call the dream puberty.
1: Okay. okay. Cause
0: it shows the sill train. Mm-hmm. And then it shows worms for no reason. Right. I think the Donaldson's like, you know what? We, we need some more creepy, weird
1: shit. And I, and we're out of money. So <laughs> let's go down to the bait shop and shoot some worms. So he creates this like hybrid train with like alien faces all over it. I did not remember this. Very strange. I think the studio wanted it cut, which I would. I mean, I'm glad it exists, but I could see what I could see their point. But Giger, didn't he put up his own money? A hundred to make make the to make um, uh, movie magic. I wonder like so there has to be a model of this. I wonder if that's ever going to hit the antiques roadshow, you know, at some point in the future. Do you think it was all computer generated? What do you think? They, this was, no, a real was, model. I'm sure
0: that was a model. It had to be a model. I'm asking you know, to speculate. I'd like to think it's either in Bob Burns's basement with all the other cool shit, or it's there's they're building a, a special Planet Hollywood just for it. But you know, on that on that train, mm-hmm. still interacts with a couple who are both wearing horizontal stripes. That bother blew you? Me, blew me away. It made me think that there's a little wicked streak in the costume designer, throwing a little fucking a little haymaker, a little, co- you know, a little cosmic haymaker there. It's like, I know what I'm doing. Well, uh, Americans, they're not above wearing two different sized striped horizontal shirts as a couple, you know? Tourists, mm-hmm. they're oh, on the yeah. road. Yeah. Not knowing that, you know, the horizontal stripes, the damage they can do to
1: you, make you look like a yo, yep got to go vertical, yeah. man, if you want to lean out. <laughs> so, you know, she starts throwing down in this train. She's having a smorgasbord, you know, like she's eating all sorts of food. Like she's sticking her, uh, she's, you know, eating pudding with her fingers. She's eating a banana wrong. Yep. You know, she's like, she's so smart, but she's eating a banana wrong. Like, you know, yep. eating it like it's corn in the cob, doesn't even peel, peel it. Yeah. And um, she starts having uh, a problem. Is that the alien starts to come out of her face, uh, like tentacles and all this stuff? She didn't like it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she gets uh, cocooned up onto the ceiling. Yeah, it's very strange.
0: I'd like to think that, and I'll tell you after I read the book. I'd like to mm-hmm. think that maybe she was never going to turn into Sill, but until she ate the banana, weird. You think so? Like that? That's that's the uh, she unlocked Sill when she ate the banana wrong. That'd be a good. Uh, you should write a paper. Yeah, like the, that, the 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 true the villain premise, of species is, is that banana, and it'd be great <laughs> so if they they go on the train. There's a crime scene, mm-hmm. and and they they see that banana with the the horizontal bite, mm-hmm. and and they have to you know they they just
1: have they have to burn the
0: thing. They have to burn the whole shit to the ground.
1: All right, so then all that this this weirdness happens. You know, she starts to change, and she starts to change. And if you had been watching the trailers and look at the you know the poster of this film and how they sold it. You know she's going to be changing into one Natasha Henstridge, who I believe this is her movie, yeah, her first movie, right?
0: Yeah, it was her first naked scene too.
1: Yes, the star of this, and she is, you know, obviously a very beautiful woman. And in this movie, they they kind of make her you really like, kind of like her. You know, she's bumbling around. She's, um, you know, trying to you know get by. You know and 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 meet men and you know kind of get on with her life you know then it takes a turn but for a while you're hanging in there yeah
0: it's like a splash it's like splash
1: exactly except with the henstridge she super randy alien she plays very she's she's very sympathetic in these moments you know uh, until later
0: well yeah Uh, she she killed (laughs) one of the
1: ladies that works on the train but she she isn't but she isn't uh she isn't still yet she isn't really she isn't Nato- natasha Hester's the the cocoon kills that woman <laughs> I mean it's her, but then she comes out of that cocoon naked like she slips out all weird yeah and uh, gooey and um filmed and then up,
0: filmed upside down yeah.
1: yeah and then h r G- Giger. I mean I can't imagine what was running through his mind at that moment because he seems like he's a little bit of a strange man what do you think of um h r Giger. I love him. I love his stuff. I have like two of his
0: books of his art and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I love I love that style. I mean, it's not easy to have a style that's completely your own and it be good. Like, you know, there are guys that have their own style that suck, but he's got a, a unique look. You know a Giger thing instantly. And, and you think uh, it's
1: sexual at all? Uh
0: yeah. Yeah. And and you know, there's like there's an alien bar out there in the world. There's a, a Giger museum
1: out there in the world. So his, yeah. did you ever his, see that? Didn't he have a documentary? Did you ever see that? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I never saw it. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> the, uh, yeah. So obviously, the, she explodes out of the cocoon. She's she wearing knows. this 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 lady who is much larger than her. She's wearing her cute uniform, and and I, and I never really paid attention to how she's cuting around in this loose fitting thing you know it was kind of a nice little thing she's the uh the the proverbial fish out of water yeah with the big old clothes but that's when the the mission begins it's when our our team is assembled and that's that's
1: when i start to get really really hot and heavy yeah kingsley calls them in and they don't know what they're there for right and so they introduce themselves and they're all good they're all good actors actually they introduce um forrest whitaker he's he's at his therapist and he, yeah, he, kn- he knows when somebody's at the door. It's like a the oldest trick in the book. So they all have these. You know, Michael Madsen is a is a hired gun. Like he's a he seems like he's a mercenary. Certainly a, a contract worker for the government. You got a uh, Mark Helgenberger's character who's a scientist. Uh, Alfred Molina also a scientist, right? The, mm-hmm. Al- Alfred Molina's character, and then Forrest Whitaker is an empath. He says, right, person who um he feels deeply. Yeah. Uh, but then after he they do that, they don't know what to do with that. So they just turn him into a psychic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But that's kind of cool to say an empath. It sounds like a D&D like type. Yeah, character or something is an empath. um What did you think of? Because what do you think of this team? What do you think? Did you like the whole team where could you could you leave Whitaker out? Because so, it's a solid gold group. How the fuck they don't have pop figures. A bunch of good actors here. Forrest Whitaker, I always love him uh, in everything I've seen him in, usually. So, um, always working. Uh, But he didn't return for the sequel. Did not return for the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Neither did Melina, but he was written out. (laughs) His hair is amazing in this. Mm -hmm. He let it grow out. And the, the thing about this movie that's interesting is, as... Uh, Syl gets accustomed to the world and is is kind of pursuing men because her goal in this is that she wants to have a baby that this this creature, um, and so she's looking for a man. Um, as he, <laughs> this crew is trying to find her, there's a bunch of dramatic stuff that's happening <laughs> with the team that doesn't necessarily have to do too much with the movie. Um, they're having they're getting crushes on each other. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You a very know, and- sexually charged, I guess, pursuit, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, the, the target's cute, the target's hot. And then there's a bunch of, you know, Michael Madsen's hot and Mark Helgenberger is, you know, she's kind of hot. So she's noticing Michael Madsen. See,
0: you know, it's funny. Cause yeah, he, notorious all these sex
1: murders that they're investigating. <laughs> he doesn't you know?
0: like this movie, but literally the only movie he ever dieted
1: for. <laughs> Well, he was, yeah, he was, he was, it's his, it's kind of his leading man moment, right? Yeah. Like he's swaggering. At the one mo- moment in this movie, he gets out of a helicopter cool. Yeah. That's almost impossible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he like, everybody else is like ducking, making sure they don't yeah. get decapitated by the blades and Madsen like just kind of flows out of the helicopter in shades. He's like, you know, um, he, he, his crouch game in this movie is insane. Did you notice that? Not as good as the Crouch
0: game in The Arrival. Lindsay
1: Crouch in that movie. But did you know what I'm talking about? Like, he he crouches so much in this movie. that At one point, they're chasing uh, Hensridge's character from the club, and he jumps on a car hood crouched with his gun out for no reason. Yeah. Like, there is <laughs> no reason to do it.
0: But he, you know... So it's funny because once once the team is assembled, they, they have this like this moment where um, this is before the train stuff um, like goes haywire. Um, mm-hmm. Kingsley, Kingsley has to tell everybody what's going on, yeah. and he proceeds to tell them, including the empath, basically that aliens are real. Yeah, uh-huh. and Whitaker has a golden
1: response. What does he say? That's great. <laughs> well, that's how I, that's how I'd react. That's all he
0: says is that's great. Like not like his jaw hitting the floor or his empath skills
1: really coming to the forefront. That's yeah. great. You know, and they cut the mats in, and I bet he takes the news very coolly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and I guarantee
0: he's looking away because you know, he, lo- he's got, he's <laughs> got some of the same genetic material that Caruso and John Bernthal have. Where what's happening in front of him
1: ain't as exciting as what's happening over there. Uh the uh hey, uh um and you know, Michael Madsen's character, we didn't mention it, his name is Preston Lennox. Yeah, but he goes by press. He goes by press. And Pre- so Press Lennox. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a Stallone name for sure, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Did you say that to me before? Is that why I'm thinking of it? No, it's just you're right, though, it fits the bill. So, <clears throat> you know, when Kingsley was um, say, hey guys! Look, I'm gonna level with you. Is everybody sitting down? Aliens exist; they're real. And then they cut to Mads, and he's like, just shrugs. It's like, yeah. And yeah. What's the big news? You know that kind he, of thing. He's and he's looking at Marge. He goes, "I know what else is real." <laughs> and it's,
0: yeah. I now know you know
1: say Marge. You're saying Marge. I think her name is Marg. No, it's it's. I think it's. Pr- I, uh, who knows? Who knows? It's a, it's, zoom in. it's dumb either way. It's you know? great. Yeah. What's she known for? Marg, Marg Helgenberger. She's on a CSI. I know right? she's a TV actress. I don't think so.
0: She's on maybe order, CSI. Oh, CSI
1: with, with yeah. William Pete. Was yeah. she with William Peterson? I think so. Yeah. I think she's on China Beach back in yeah. the day. I might be wrong. She's best known for me walking past her
0: in the Burbank airport. And she had a cigarette in her maw, ready to light that as
1: soon as she got outside i like her character in this nick i'm I gonna i'm gonna I, i'm gonna lay it on the line here i like, I her, like her i in like this her movie. too do you like the super helmet she's wearing her short hair she has got a, a super helmet wearing i think it's a wig no i think it's her real noise but yeah i mean it's a it's just maybe a style you don't see too often but she wears it well that's 95 Everybody was taking a big shit on their drama but uh, <laughs> so in Kingsley says he goes, "Look, aliens are real, and they sent us a recipe to make the hottest." That's what he says. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, and uh, now we're worried. Yeah. She,
0: she... Well, the funny thing is, they don't know how hot she is yet. They just know that she's probably pretty hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can they, they, they keep getting footage of her and it just shows someone that might be hot yeah they're not tw- quite sure there's yeah. no 4k yet yeah and um no one's too concerned that's another thing that i love about this team they never appear to be that worried about what's going on yeah. in this movie yeah okay
0: so this is great so this is we know that forrest Whitaker's an empath and he gets deep mm-hmm. so they go to this fucking train car charnel house that sil has left behind Right, And it's just, there's a dead lady, there's goo and alien nectar everywhere, Mm -hmm. and Whitaker takes, he surveys the scene and drops (laughs) something only an empath could say. No, he zooms in. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Something bad (laughs) happened here. News fucking flash forest, Whitaker. (laughs) This movie, their whole team states the obvious the entire movie. That's all they do. And so, um there's a cocoon on the wall. Someone says, well, are we looking for a giant moth? That was so they a, make a cocoon that, joke. That's Madsen. And I love that. I love that. They look at the food, like all the, and, uh, someone says, our girl's definitely not on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> they make comments. Um, and then someone says it stinks in here. <laughs> so it's just full of just, um, I guess what you would call non observations. Yeah. Just, level one observations maybe it's so and good then though. they leave they high five and leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah guess i guess we missed her
0: i love the fact that um we have these parallel stories of this inept crew of people and then in, this alien who's just pretty womaning herself around town like with a sense of awe learning about shit, watching mm-hmm. tv you She's know. watching
1: hotel porn hell yeah she is it starts stirring her alien loins when she sees that. Um, and then she sees someone, like, dyeing their hair. But one thing she does, she passes, a, a, a like, a, disp- a window display. And there is a, like, uh, a taxidermied fox holding a knife. Did you see this? I did not. <laughs> so I was like, um, can we get a little bit more uh, <laughs> information on this window display? Like, what store is that uh you know for you think it's not an ice cream shop or a parlor i imagine right who knows that's fan i I need to watch it again it's it's holding the knife nick and it's standing (laughs) on two legs and we don't know what it's for and she blinks at it like well i'm learning earth is nuts yeah yeah uh And so then the crew, once they get past, this is something I I brought up with you when we talked the other day. When the crew has done their very minimal investigation of the train wreckage or the train, you know, whatever, charnel house, as you call it. Yeah. They decide, hey, let's go make an alien in the lab. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to the lab stop our search and just try to make this recipe again that and kingsley's like why not sounds like the
0: best idea
1: it's saturday (laughs) let's do
0: it yeah i mean we have we have a very limited amount of these sealed sealed you know coins to
1: use let's let's burn one if we're gonna worry about one let's worry about two you know how does it go so it doesn't go well um you know, that's the whole dramatic piece is that, you know, that's Marg's taken over that whole thing. They're trying to implant an embryo. It's already a bad idea. Something goes wrong with the camera. Her and Press go into this chamber, and then the alien does get created while they're in there. Yeah. And then they cut to Whitaker and he goes, You're creating an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kingsley uh, gets worried, locks them in there because he you know, doesn't want to break, uh, breach, uh, even though he's already led an alien into the world, he doesn't. He doesn't want to do it a second yeah. time. And so he decides he's going to burn everybody alive in there. And so the you know there's a, a fight that ensues. Here's and what I understand: alien. what, why does this one look like it does? This isn't. This doesn't look like Michelle Williams. It doesn't. But you know, we. I guess that's how Michelle Williams started out. She started out as a uh, blobish That um, that explains Manchester by the Sea. Kevin Dillon cameo throws up the his bl- hands bl- like I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, it, so Kingsley gets a moment where he's willing to destroy two people, period, <laughs> to save, I guess, the lab from this outbreak. Um, and but he doesn't need to. Right. So what happens is out uh, from Elena, like he, he lets them out and then they burn the lab. Which is what they should have done the whole time, you know. It's a very strange little yeah. moment. These are like staple
0: scenes where you have uh, people that are trapped in a, in a containment thing where the creature is with them. Like you think about Prometheus and mm-hmm. Life, you know, yeah. all these movies. It's it's a staple. Maybe Species is more important in the history than we thought it is.
1: Yeah, um, like and and in the meantime, Sil does go to the club. Like this is. Yeah. yeah. She's at a hotel. She has an interaction with the hotel clerk who has a f- fertility or her hotel hotel, ho- hotel manager. He's a fertility statue in his um, little uh, room there. Um, yeah. Donald office. Donaldson must've
0: planted that saying when you yeah. do the criterion of this, that's going to come in handy.
1: And she has this weird, like fanny pack bra only look like, you know, like it's like a very strange combo. It works for, her, you know, mm-hmm. um, but she goes to this. Is, I think that's once she's in the club, she she does remove an article of clothing to attract her prey. But she goes to this club and immediately gets into like kind of a uh, not a pissing match. He, she gets kind of one up by a woman in there that kind of hones in on the guy that she's interested in. And right. does that? How's that woman do? Does she do well? Well, she goes to the bathroom and gets her spine ripped out. Oh. Um, and so, you know, this, this is kind of one of the first like brutal, you know, obviously very, this is like the most brutal death so far, I'd say out of the, out of the th- the three, is it three so far? Um, as they rack up the bodies in this, um, but she goes home with this kind of playboy. This guy is very nice home. She, he is shower obsessed. That guy. Yeah. He said he's going to clean off. And then, um, he comes out of the shower, she takes off her clothes and he says, he zooms in, he says very nice. <laughs> very nice. He has a ponytail, I think. He got at least got long hair and he's yeah, got yeah. Samurai, samurai swords on his wall, of course. And how's he do? Is it, how's his night go? <laughs> he is he is dispatched from planet Earth. Cuz what happens is she kind of does like a terminator look on him after like he comes out of the shower. He now this guy is a very kind of uh attractive man. He's got a nice body, you know, he's like ripped, he's got some tattoos. You know, he's like God's gift, right? Like he's huge, he's, huge fan of showers. He's thinking he's he's thinking he's uh he's brought a woman home that's very interested in him, but she gives him the up and down after that shower and she's no longer interested. Right. She sees something she don't like. Now he's not used to that. Yeah, he doesn't like that. So he tries to, um, I guess he makes his last mistake. Yeah, he tries to force sex. Uh, yeah, he, that's the, to put it quite bluntly. He tries to keep her there, and she decides to, this is the famous scene in this movie, and it won MTV's best kiss that That's year. right, it did, yeah. Is that she kisses him and then does puts like an alien, uh, what would you call it? Probiscus, I don't know what is it. what she is shoots,
0: it is. She shoots she shoots her shit through the back of his head.
1: Yeah. she she, she kills him. Yeah. But and there's a the ve- side effect. He's very this. sad about it. He, yeah, he's disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but we also discover uh they introduce a new character into the film at this point.
1: And who's that? Her menstrual blood. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Yeah, it's on a toilet seat, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so that's the like I said. The team arrives. Um, they, they they you know they do some investigating at the club. They find out uh, who she went home with, and they get to his house a little too late. They find his dead body there, yeah. not her. Um, but they have fun. Like that's the thing is the team's always having fun at these crime scenes. Nick, <laughs> they are not bothered by the by the horrible uh, death and destruction that she's leaving behind. Not, not a bit. They are thrilled to be out on the town, away from home. Do you know yep, what I'm saying? Like yep. they love their jobs, racking up frequent flyer miles. Kingsley's paying them by the hour. They're just wet, having Long Island iced teas. Oh God, yeah. So, it's just like almost too good to be true. You know, like for them, for some reason. But then they find out that this, this guy's a diabetic, and that's why they assume that she. uh didn't want to, they already know that she wants to mate with a, with a, with a man. Um, they, she wants to have a baby. They already know this. Yeah. And so they kind of take the gigantic leap that she didn't <laughs> like something about this guy. Yeah. And they find out that he is a diabetic. Right. And so it's very apparently is, It's not a good, yeah,
0: it's, it's not a good place to, to, to host a, an alien organism, I'm guessing.
1: Maybe he doesn't have the load that she needs. I think that's exactly what they're trying to say, Nick. And I think H.R. Uh, Geiger, which I think is that is his name full name Henry Rollins Geiger is that? <laughs> I think that's what he uh, his little notes in the in the script. Think, notes were. Judging by his designs, he was H.R. Puff and stuff. <laughs> what did H.R. stand for? I don't know. Uh, humanoid Resources.
0: Because. <laughs> 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 His body of work indicates such. I love the shot where Forrest Whitaker dips his finger in that blood, licks, it and says, that's alien menstrual blood. She's DTF. <laughs> <laughs> and Do she, you puts, know that- she puts the ET in DTF. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like when the team said it's eight o'clock. Let's go back to the hotel. Our day <laughs> is done. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have dinner yet? Kingsley, um, Kingsley at the beginning is at the facility, and
0: still has escaped. And he's like, "All right, we need a we need a crack team, uh, but we need to pay union union fees, so they have to be retired at eight o'clock, <laughs>
1: or else I like, we have to
0: pay a penalty."
1: I like when Matson goes, "Hey, uh, I'm going to put a wake up call," and he calls the. Front desk, and it's like, Can I got a wake up call for the morning or tomorrow. they like, What time? He's like, 11. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Just wake me up before lunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so Robbie's dead. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Providing a service. <laughs>
0: Then there's this weird shot of uh, we get to see some dream sill kicking ass, right? Right. And that's crazy. All these crazy sexual like dreams of 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 sill mm out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: kickboxing and shit. You know, in the in the afterlife, I don't know what I don't know what's happening. Is that <laughs> what Giger... It's like in the script. <laughs> Here's a shot of sill kickboxing in the
1: afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a couple of zooms that happened and that i wrote down in this initial this crime scene with the with this diabetic man that just okay. has a hole through his skull mm-hmm. an alien hole <clears throat> yeah so one of the characters says uh she's trying to mate and then they say reproduction <laughs> a little tag at the end in case yeah. yeah uh you mistook what the word mate meant there if you thought they were talking about maybe about seafaring Yeah. Throw it. Right. And then, uh, someone says, I think press maybe says he was here. (laughs) She was, (laughs) she was there. (laughs) And then someone ends it all with some men don't like to be rejected, which is what happened. So they already assumed that he had, this guy was assaulted her. Um, and I think that's probably Whitaker that says that because Whitaker is providing the, like I said, the psychic abilities here. Yeah. Um, so then there's a car accident that happens because she's hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> she's Can you in a elaborate? car. Well, she's in Robbie's car. Right. And it runs out of gas because she doesn't. She knows how to drive somehow like Michael yeah. Myers, but she doesn't know that cars need gas. Yeah. And uh, so she runs out of gas, starts walking, a skateboarder. <laughs> does a quadruple take <laughs> almost gets run over by a car, which hits her and sends her sprawling into a, uh, I guess, what do they call this? Like a, uh, like a little bench, little glass cased in bench. Okay. Or a bus stop. Sends her through the bus stop. And then whip Hubley enters oh, the yeah. scene who we love. Why don't you talk a little bit about whip Hubbley, Nick? Well, he's, he seasons his brother. <laughs> he season H- seasoned Hubley's brother. Who was Kurt Russell's first wife, Season Hubbley, right. an actress. Right. Um, part of the the Hubly acting family. Yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Also, we want to talk about a fucking verb name, Season Hubbley.
1: And it's whip actually Hibley. Seasons. I think it's Seasons. It's Seasons for- and Whip. What do you think their parents were doing? What are they Fuck, doing to them? Fucking great people
0: into existence. Like I, I like the idea of 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 Father Father Hubbley rolling off of his bride, saying, "Well, we just built a whip.
1: How you feeling? If it's a girl, seasons. If it's a boy, whip." <laughs> and she says, I, "I had
0: an orgasm," and he puts his finger on her lips, and he goes, "Reproduction." <laughs>
1: She says, he says those names and she says, what are my B options? Can we get a Tim? How about, how about a Beth? (laughs) Yeah. Beth Hubley's got a nice ring to it. Elizabeth? You got a choice. Whip or Narcissus? You tell me. (laughs) I wonder if there's a, is there like a a third Hubley child? I like the idea that, that uh, they were having sex on the kitchen
0: counter Knocked over their entire spice rack. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I, I just burned it into you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's, you are covered with my
1: seasoning. That gives me an idea. <laughs> so, is the whip public? He does have a Wikipedia page. Congratulations, whip. Uh, Whipopedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a married man. Um, let me see here. Personally, I want to find out about his family. He was in Top uh, Gun. Oh no, he he does have a sister named Sally. What a piece of shit she must be. <laughs> Actually, her her full name is Salad Hubly. <laughs> so anyway, um Whip Hubly shows up on the scene. Nick and I love him for various reasons. He just he's got a great name. I think he was in a show called Dead at 17. That's kind of when I was first introduced. I might be wrong with. Jack Noseworthy. Uh I think they're both on that show. I might be wrong. He kills it. But whip is there and he takes our little alien, our damaged alien to the hospital. Right. Such a sweetheart. And she Wolverine's there. (laughs) She does. Yeah, she she heals right in front of the doctor who is confused. Like she has like a big shoulder injury. And whip um, then takes her back home. And And that guy,
0: that, that guy always plays a doctor, that actor, that character. Yeah,
1: he does. He's still, I think he's still working. Weird nostrils. Yeah. That guy. (laughs) And then something happens that I was very excited to see. What? There's a hot tub. Yeah. We just talked about hot tubs in our last episode. Right. Would you call it a germ factory or something? Yes. Yeah. So Whip has a very nice place. Um, and they start, you know, and he is a nicer character than Robbie. Less diabetic as well. Mm-hmm. She's into him. She likes. She likes to look and whip. Yep. Takes his shirt off, and he is, he is ripped. Rip whip. Yep. Am I wrong? Rip Probably. Yep. He's looking good. Yeah, he's. <laughs> she doesn't mind, you know. She does, and she's very forward. And we get that, to see some of her nakedness too. Let's not, you know. No, I know, but uh, what I'm saying is that she. He's used to kind of leading you know the the hookup here yeah and she starts advancing on him and he's like, whoa whoa whoa, let's slow it down a little bit and then there's something that signed the most sci-fi thing in the world happens in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yes, you're right <laughs> A phone rings and he tries to leave the situation to go pick up his phone. right. Yeah he he, he turns Natasha Henstridge down. He's like, I gotta go get my phone yeah um and then she decides to drown him instead of him doing that because what happens the team descends upon whip hubley's apartment right and uh or his condo whatever it's a very nice place and she hears this happening and she starts to alien out and uh yeah that famous she, shot of her with her face pulsing little beast yeah. within bladder in her face yeah and she starts to like drown hubley and then kill him with her tentacles and uh, i no, feel actually bad. drown Hubbley's not in this <laughs> i feel bad because whip probably is a very nice character in this yeah like, he's you a kinda, sweetheart you like him that's when that's when you turn on sill as an audience member i think so yeah this is a death i've never gotten over since 1995 i will say it yeah yeah I, it's still it still comes up if i was a drinking man i'd probably get drunk and hold court about it yeah you know, it'd be like that scene in ghost story for about two hours. You'd be sitting there talking to everybody going off on, on some tangents. I throw my, throw my glass into the fireplace and just scream why? <laughs> well, he does get,
0: but her, but the, 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 in his defense, his, his catastrophe does lead to some pretty great cinema. It does. Now I think. Cause we meet, in... we meet Sill's accomplice in this, in this film. Her tentacle. I know. He's got a Ooh. familiar that attacks Mark Helgenberger. Remember, there's a dramatic moment where a, a squirrel, squirrel jumps out. <laughs> Has never happened in history's history.
1: A night nice is squirrel not true. Attack. I will I will tell you this. I was once when I was a kid, not even that young. I was probably a preteen, Nick. Let's just say that sitting on a porch talking to my family at my cousin's house and a squirrel jumped on my head and jumped away like it used me as a diving board almost (laughs) or at least a (laughs) i was a go-between right you jumped on my head in a way
0: what was it but it was not at night no it was during the day because this is a night squirrel you there's never been a, a night squirrel attack in history, which was the, the original history. title for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she calls her Merkin. But the uh, the um, little fucking they they do the cheap bullshit with an animal jumping out, and it's a fucking squirrel. Not even the common dean to see to making an animal that
1: would jump out at night, maybe a yeah. possum or a raccoon. You know, yeah, because still is hiding. Like when they come to this place, and you, they see Whip Hubley is dead. He's he's floating in that hot tub, died of germs, I think. <laughs> he stayed in there too long, and so uh they see him. They don't care. He's floating in there. There, they could they could give it. They give it a pla- passing glance. They yeah. don't even see if he could be saved. And uh they head out to the backyard. Well, and that's where empaths and says he's not swimming. And and um, they they head out into the backyard where she is hiding. She is there. Um, and so you think maybe something will happen, a confrontation. That's when the squirrel comes out. Um, and then another choice line of dialogue comes up. What? From Madsen. You when he says no, no evidence of semen in the hot tub water. Yeah. And then yeah. he says maybe maybe she took it with.
0: <laughs> does he say with he says maybe she took it with that's a pet peeve of yours big big pet peeve of mine but it, but it's when it's madsen peeves get erased fair enough the idea of the creature gathering the excess semen and taking it away is a film i need to see
1: well she doesn't get that's the thing she doesn't get to uh he doesn't rock. climax well, he doesn't even get to i don't even think there's let's just put it this way. She does not get to raw dog whip at all. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't get, I don't even think there's, I don't think he gets it near. I think his shorts are still on when he dies. I know. It's like Kingsley goes, uh, she didn't even get to drain his morning wood. And then Forrest Whitaker
0: corrects him. It's night wood. And then they look at each other and then Madsen said, but she still didn't take with.
1: Do you see what happens pretty quickly after this?
0: Tell it's me. past
1: it's past eight, so they run to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Should we call the cops and maybe they can come investigate this?" Nah, we'll get it in the morning. Um, yeah. they go to the hotel. <clears throat> Sill is there. She yeah. follows them there. Yeah, and she
0: it, it, where has she gone over? Has she done her makeover at this point?
1: Um, no, I don't think so because okay. she hasn't she hasn't faked her death yet. Okay, that's right. That doesn't happen in this. So. Anyway, she follows him back to the hotel and she starts to take a little bit of an interest in Michael Madsen. He's he's hot. She she thinks that's who could father her baby. Right. And he has a paper and he does something very interesting with it. Newspaper. What does he do? He hits the, he hits the up button on the elevator for the elevator with the paper. And then they write it. Yeah.
0: Very cool.
1: Yeah. You know? And he does his Madsenisms in the in the elevator. Of course. Yeah. Press presses the yeah. elevator button. It was a little nice wink from Donaldson, I think. Right. I got a quick
0: question. Do you think Whip Hubbley wishes he would have fucked? Maybe just let her
1: be forward and just take it. I mean, like, I think it. I think he's. That's an unexpected turn of events that that goes down in that hot tub, and it looked like at one moment that he wouldn't mind dying. He was embarrassed by all her advances. Right. That poor shy whip. She had already carved a little heart in the tree with their initials at
0: that point. And he was, he wanted to, He's a modern man. He wants to take it slow. He's like, maybe I should have just let her pull it out because I'm, I'd be alive. Right. Yeah. And a dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're right. Yeah. He just dodged fatherhood
1: so hard. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So then aliens having a, she starts having a Madsen sex dream. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He starts to appear in her, her, uh, her little nocturnal, uh, I don't know what she's doing. I guess she's doing some it's I don't a, know what.
0: That's like gig or bullshit.
1: Yeah. But um <clears throat> then she kidnaps a woman and <laughs> that poor that poor woman has a couple of days where she is not understanding what's happening.
0: Yeah, she's but at least it ends well for her.
1: Yeah, she's a bad couple of days. And so that's when they know she um still wants to fake her death. She wants to get them off of her for of her tail she gets this woman in the car with her, this kidnapped victim and crashes the car to blow explodes, but she leaps out beforehand. So, yeah, you know, she's trying, she's like I said, she's, uh, she's picking, picking up on all these like con well, artists. Well, no, I
0: know. I love the fact that she's learning everything from whatever <laughs> pop culture, whatever she's observing. Yeah. I thought it'd been cool. If, um, the lady's kidnapped, right? She's got the mm-hmm. lady all bound up and Natasha Henstrich has misinterpreted these symbols and she places, uh, uh, a fox with a knife in front of the lady.
1: <laughs> well, she cuts her thumb off she in a very cut, she cuts weird her, CGI thing.
0: Oldest trick in the book.
1: And throw then your she, thumb into a car accident. Yeah, and she throws. She cuts the kidnapping victim's thumb off too, and so she puts her alien thumb in there to throw off the team, and they fall for it. They take that bait because it is it is getting late, and yeah. let's just do some quick investigations. It looks like an alien thumb. Yeah, let's head back to home base. Yep. you know. Yeah, she got one of those thumb wrecks, and then yeah, you're right.
0: They're camping out at the hotel. You know, they're kind of having their post game. They're they having mm-hmm. some drinks and all that, and then they're um, celebrating
1: that the alien is dead. And I forget if this is Marg says
0: this or if it was one of the uh, Trump signs I read on somebody's lawn. But she says uh, we won. Science lost. Is that I forgot? Was that her that said that, or was that one of the lawn signs for the ele- I I. <laughs> Does she
1: really say that in this? She says, we won, science lost. Damn, keeping score. Truth bombs. So she really wants to straddle Madsen, and he does not mind the attention. They're dancing together. Molina's jealous because he has a thing for old, uh, uh, I guess her name's Laura in this. but Everybody, you know. want, everybody yeah. wants the one girl, you know? But exactly. There is something that is
0: in this scene that is incendiary. Tell me, Mike Madsen's undershirt in this scene is insane. What scene? Like when they go in the this hotel? This entire room? scene when he's dancing all oh, he is wow. the he has this gigantic undershirt that is I mean it's I, I yeah. cannot believe it's not famous. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, imagine it's white.
1: It is, but it's just a weird shape. It's huge. And this is a movie with you know Michael Madsen on the dance floor. Yeah. Right, like he's he's so. What happened? These two characters obviously are attracted to each other. They've been paired off in the movie a couple of times, but Madsen appears to blow it, and Marg goes back to her, hot- her hotel room. She's like, "I'm done." And um, so then, Forrest Whitaker encourage she's he's an empath. He encourages him to like. She doesn't really want you to not come up to the room, so Madsen does. He goes up there, and I think a cute, very cute thing happens. Tell us. I love it. Matson knocks on her hotel door. And Marg sees it's him and or, you know and celebrates. She's like, "Yes." Oh, yeah. Like she's excited that he came up, you know. Yeah. That's very cute to me. Um and then they play they play coy when he's in the room, like like they're not
0: going to throw it in. No, oh, they're like they're, they're very, cute. very um, Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, they have a
1: cute they have a cute sex scene where she's told me they're allowed to improvise. Yeah. Which means what? They just fell on the floor together. That was the big improv moment. I don't know. All I know is I wrote my note for this is Madsen and Mark sitting in a tree. Um, but you know, we didn't mention that um, Sill is hot. He she wants Madsen, so she's following him uh, with her new hair. Right. She dyed her hair, her hair in this. Let me let me zoom in. She's mm-hmm. Still hot. Of course, and uh, and so then she gets foiled because he gets to the hotel room. And so then she goes next door to lit. She wants to listen to that's
0: the second most science fiction moment in this, in this film. What? When, uh, Hensrich is, is jealous of Mark Helgenberger.
1: I mean, why? She, well, she, she's jealous because the the sex is happening and she's not involved. Right. So anyway, she's listening through the wall and then she happens to be in Alfred Molina, Molina, Molina's hotel room. Um, who kind of plays this, you know, this, I don't know, nerdy character that he's not hit with the ladies. And Hensters immediately, he comes into this room, sees this beautiful woman, and she gets naked immediately. He's like, what's happening? What's happening? But he's excited. He's thrilled. Mm -hmm. He says
0: it's his favorite moment in his life, the actor. And it's in my top three.
1: And he actually is the character in this movie that actually... I said actually twice. Consummates. Three times. He has sex with the alien. To completion. Yeah. She takes takes it with. She gets what she needs from Alfred Molina's character. And then discards him like a Kleenex. And he is. He's fine with it. Died with a smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah, her tentacles start to come out. And he's still trying to light a cigarette. <laughs> Doesn't I, quite work. M-
0: one of my favorite shots in the movie, though, is they're in the hallway because they figured out that
1: Molina Mar- is getting fucking manhandled by this sexy alien. So that's the thing is he Whitaker starts to suspect something. S- sex is about to happen. His, he's an empath. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he can tell when, of course, sex is about to go down in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Starts to have a bad feeling. And he they could have saved him. Elena, but they just take too long getting in that room. Yeah. But when she escapes the sex charnel house, man,
0: there's that scene where they're outside the door and she rockets through the wall. Yeah. Such a great moment. I love that scene.
1: Yeah. And then they kind of give a passing glance to old, uh, uh, I guess his character's name is Dr. Stephen Adler Arden, yeah. Stephen Arden. He's gone. And, and they're, he's got blood around his mouth. And they're like, all right, well, yeah. And they, and they, they see the tent pitched in his, you know, he's got a little, well, she, put his khakis back on somehow. But here's the thing, Nick. This is when the movie starts to be bad. I don't like it after this. these moments. It's no longer good to me. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. You know why? Why? Because you really never get to see Henstridge again. I think she's very charming in this movie and she's good. Like she's actually... Uh, you know, she. you like her as this character even when she is being an alien asshole. Right. Um, but then she turns into the creature, like the full alien weirdo. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. I want to see her, you know, or at least some combo with it that she's still in, but now it's just CGI. Yeah, man, I'm, sucks. I'm, I, I love that creep. <laughs> I mean, it looks good, but it's just like, I think the movie and they're in the sewer, like the, the this is when the movie starts to run out of ideas. They go into the sewer to pursue her hey Mm -hmm. and um it sucks (laughs) she has the she has the baby down there that sucks (laughs) they kill her which i didn't want to i didn't want that to happen yeah but the one thing that's good that that happens down there tell me kingsley gets killed (laughs) and he dies because she like bites his chin off (laughs) <laughs> That's a, did you see his little floating body down yeah, there? Yeah, his chin was missing. Major chin damage.
0: See, I looks, I, I gotta disagree though because I I am super riveted and I'm engorged and engaged yeah. at the idea because I love that sill creep.
1: I love that design. That monster. I don't dislike the sill creep. but I don't want to see it. See, more I'm than imagine, I want to see hands. But stage. I'm
0: imagining the sill, the creep sill but the insides are hundred percent Mm-hmm. So it's still her inside as far as I'm concerned. So that's my, that's how I could suspend some disbelief. I, I'm still picturing it like it's a
1: threesome. Did you think this had the same, this scene in the hotel before we get down to the sewer with Molina? And so do you think they had the same kind of energy as Munich, <laughs> the scene in Munich? No. When the assassin goes to the hotel yeah. room with, um, What's what's that guy actor's Kieran name? Kieran Hines. Yeah. It's a similar scene. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think Spielberg referenced this species when he was making Munich? No, he actually got busted. He got busted in the
0: in the rap party. Yeah. And Kieran Hines came over to him and said, "I totally know you did that
1: species." Rip.
0: And Spielberg never hired him again.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they're in the sewer, they just to, just because Madsen is such a, you know, he's also he's the brains behind the operation. There's a they're looking for and there's a manhole cover that would, that's um, pulled to the side and Madsen says she went down there, and then Whitaker's just he's like he took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> and there's three toilets down there just just, just chilling random down there. toilets yeah just three ch- unconnected toilets. But, but I will
0: tell you that's hey, accurate. Just,
1: you think so? Because when I went
0: under the city in New York, there was a toilet stockade. Was it really? Absolutely.
1: What were you doing under there? Was you research for your book? Yeah,
0: yeah. We went down there. There's all sorts of shit. No pun intended. There was a, all these signs. Yeah. So that's that was real. They were probably actually filming
1: down there. So the ending, I don't love it, and then the very ending, I hate. Tell me why? Because the rat. The rat that leaves. I just don't. I, yeah, I don't care about the rat. There's too much rat stuff. What do you like? I'd the, rather. I'd you, rather the squirrel. You hate the baby. I hate the baby, Nick. So she gives birth to this 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 human looking creature and he's a dumb looking kid and he eats a rat and Whitaker is like trying to get up to him to to hold him to to empath on him to empath him away to safety. Yeah. But in the meantime, this boy decides to hit puberty real early and turn into a, a CGI creature and um, attack Whitaker. Okay. And then they blow they kill it with a flamethrower maybe is that right yeah yeah. and then you know still comes out she's mad that her kid already died (laughs) (laughs) and a bunch of cgi shit happens whitaker's hanging from a ledge i mean it's just not good nick you like it it's fun and she does are they suggesting at the end that she turns into a rat or something because the it ends with a rat on rat type Yeah. yeah that's bad it ain't great i got some pretty good news yeah
0: Um, I'm on the, uh, Facebook page for the person who played the
1: child. Who is it? Good old Curtis Bureau. What? And he's a bison hunter. That's great to see. What does that mean? What are you talking about? How hard is it to hunt bison? What are you talking about? Is he really? There's a picture of him with a dead bison. Yeah.
0: Good news. Uh, he is an ordained minister, not an actor anymore. Yeah. But if you want to talk about things coming full circle, you won't believe
1: what one of his profile pics was. What are you looking? at? you on his Facebook page? You said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. One of his profile pictures was fucking Wolverine. Just like
0: a little, Wolver- but a tie into Sill. Yeah, you're right. Man,
1: yeah. So you could tell it's him too. Only acting performance. One well, nailed it. Why? Why do it again? Once yeah. you get it right the first time, he went full frontal for this movie <laughs> for some for some god awful reason. Um. Barred out of acting at an early age, like it's like, you know how your mom like will show your pictures, like when you take a bath when you're a kid. Yeah, his mom just showed all of species to his uh, <laughs> his uh, his teenage friends. I love that when you're at you're like
0: you're at a family gathering and your mom's like, uh, hey, you want to see my son's dick? And I feel compelled after they see it. I was like, well, it's bigger now. Here, you know, it's a, it's a little bigger. So here's here's my per- picture here's today's
1: dick here's my today dick look at it is that where you got zoom in from when your mom used to <laughs> donate it donated to rittenhouse's bail no, <laughs> jesus <I'm sorry. laughs> now Hestridge, like she we talked a lot about her beauty in this but you know i think she's actually also just a good actor like she's always worked since then and she's always kind of good when i when i see her and stuff it's not like she gets to be in a lot of great stuff but wasn't she in like what was she in with uh sean claude van maximum risk maximum maximum risk and she was in those um the whole 10 yards those movies right the whole Mm -hmm. whatever those are called whole nine yards so let's do the work you have entered a nondescript building on the outskirts of
0: town where you hear a buzzing sound Mm -hmm. you go past the patina laden walls and enter a green lit room Guy looks up to you. He's got a glass eye uh, and he's covered in grease. And his current customer is just finishing up. Venmo's the dude, and he says, "Pony on down, I'm gonna cut you to tats." And you're like, "No, I'm, I'm here for a tattoo." So he he refers you to his cousin, and his cousin is in a, he's in a double wide right next door. You go in there, and he's got the needle wet. What are you getting put in you? What are you gonna mm-hmm. have inked into your flesh? Are you
1: saying that this is a, a place that this guy does tattoo removal?
0: You know, this guy, no, that guy rips you into tatters.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he, I don't sh- want that. he shreds you away, mm-hmm. and, you, yeah. and yeah, that is not what, why Uber took you there. So, well, I'm asking this guy on my shoulder, on my on the meat of my shoulder, like you know, yeah, you know, to slap your shoulder. That's right, slap it hard, and that's where my tattoo goes. Yeah, and the red mark right in the middle of that it's a, it's a hot tub, right? Yeah. And the floating bod, the floating beautiful body of whip hubly in this hot tub. And it says, it says right under it. So it's that it says not RIP survived. (laughs) That's what it says. Not RIP under that. in cursive says survived. And then on his, like he's floating in it, right? Yeah. The hot tub face down. And then on his, the meat of his shoulder is a tattoo of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: I like it. Yeah.
1: You like that? Yeah. You juxtaposed.
0: Yeah, I did. So I've got, a, you? I've got a maternal thing. I've got a beautiful maternal tattoo uh, on my, on my tummy, And it is still in full parent mode. She is oh, wow. sitting up She's sitting on the floor. Like Indian style, and she's got that little kid, the the, mm-hmm. the Curtis Burrow child. She's cradling him, and she's mm-hmm. wrapped her arms around his face like she's cuddling and hugging him so hard, you can only see his dick.
1: <laughs> she does give birth to this creature in this movie. What did you think of the birthing scene? We didn't talk about it.
0: It was it it met it met
1: expectations. Surprisingly, not as gross as I thought it would yeah. be. I, I could have eaten spaghetti during that. It would have been fine. Yeah. You know, the old spaghetti challenge.
0: I wonder what, that?
1: yeah. I wonder if cinema score did like a polling thing with like
0: audiences when this movie came out, how did you feel about the nipple tentacle?
1: Met expectations, exceeded expectations. <laughs> <laughs> there is it. Yeah. So she's hiding on the roof and she goes for the, she, she, uh, tries to strangle, um, Madsen with her nipple tentacle and he as he's dying, he's about to die, he's like, I don't I'm not, I'm not hating this. <laughs> this isn't terrible. Yeah. You know, I I don't want to go, but um, I thought that was fantastic. That was such a creative idea. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty strange. You don't see that often. Not often enough, nope. Um, this and like Spielberg's hook. I think those are the two. was
0: um all right. So you you're uh, you've been given the financing. To uh, create your own enterprise tied to species. You can Do whatever the fuck you want. Do you have an so, idea? Uh, not really, but we have partnered with Amtrak mm-hmm. and we have created the SIL train. And oh. it, it is it has a it's been reskinned to mm-hmm. look like one of the Giga trains. It's, the inside is extremely charnel. There's like all sorts of tubes and weird shit. And uh, what what, ha- what happens when you go in there? You you sign up. You go in there. You you registered. Train takes off. You don't you don't interact with a soul for a while. Like it is deathly quiet. You're just passing through. And then uh, the, the, the 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 your compartment slowly fills with gelatin until it completely covers you up and you're dead.
1: <laughs> Sounds expensive. Worth it. What would my business idea be don't steal that pat i man, this is what i would do because i think this is a boring every time you go to the do you do you find this when you go to the grocery store and you have to buy certain items and you just feel it's not quite shame it's not quite embarrassment but you're just feel oh fuck i'm on earth and i gotta do this <laughs> you know like yeah. you know what i'm saying i gotta put this in the cart yeah you know, this is what all i've done has led to to me, sticking this item in the cart. Yeah, you, know? you hate going to a cashier, and you've got
0: you know cottage cheese and, co- and mm-hmm. like a, the new issue of Soldier of Fortune, and and one of those shrink wrapped Bibles, and you have to, you have to try to like look, look cool at the register, and then pay with yeah. a gift certificate. Yeah, I know what you're talking.
1: And so I would like that's how I feel. I feel this kind of deep sense of just it's melancholy, I guess. Every time I buy steel wool, you know, and clean dishes with or something, you know, just. I mean, th- that's something that you grab off the shelf. It's, it's in plastic. It makes that crinkly sound. And you're just kind of tossing the cart and you're like, fuck me. You know, yeah. this, what a life. And so can you imagine that in some kind of green plastic packaging with Forrest Whitaker <laughs> <laughs> on the label or and Hentra's on the label? Those two species steel wool. I have a good name and then, for the product. What? silo. Sillo. Silo pads and then I have a warning on the back. Don't try to use this as
0: pubes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which I I like the idea that, you know, you know, that's the whole thing where every warning exists because somebody tried to do something. (laughs) And now imagine me cartwheeling doing like a frontal flip as I slam that steel wool on the cat right by the cashier. And say, uh, ring me up. You know, yeah. This and some oat milk. She's like, would you like a bag? You know,
0: like, I'm going to wear it out. (laughs) She's like, would you like paper plastic or just have it be your pubes?
1: I haven't felt this sense of freedom since I've been in the grocery store. That's why I'd tell her I'd confide in her. I just feel so good. Never. this is. COVID's been the worst, but this is a good day. Yeah. You know? She, she hears it. She can't tell because you're muffled by the mask. But you're like, mmm, make my pubes. It's <laughs> like, is that Rebecca Gayhart on your mask? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty
0: solid. Uh, you have been interspersed into the film. You are a character in Species. Oh, God. Pinch me. So I'm a... I, i'm I'm the most furious guy in town because uh i have uh i've I've spent my last quarter I am the reigning champion at centipede and uh I turn for five minutes to have some chicken fucking f- fingers and I look over and the high score says sill
1: <laughs> and i lose <laughs> I lose all of my business. Well, at least you're eating chicken fingers when the bad news is delivered. Yeah, right. You only get three characters in your high score, and it says, Sill. (laughs) Yep, yeah, that's I'm so sorry, uh, yeah, for your
0: loss. And the weird thing is, is my guy's a film buff. My I always put tack up there because I'm a huge Fujimoto fan. It says, still, tack, 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 tack on that screen. I'm fucking furious. It was vector graphics <laughs> cheating my ass. <laughs> Meanwhile, I look out, and I see just the ass end of Michelle Williams leaving the room. Like, she looks back, fuck you. I
1: got this. And I was like, God, I, if, she, if she didn't have nipple tentacles, I'd go take her off. Yeah, you uh, they immediately try to crack her score, I imagine. You get to work right after yeah. trying yeah, to get the, rub that off the board. But it's yeah, got got not going to happen. Yeah, alien intelligence
0: came in and beat Centipede.
1: Yeah. Because that's it's too good at things. centipede. Yeah, that's, that's what Kensley says, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, if Whitaker comes through afterwards and mm-hmm. goes, Yeah, she's got the highest score. He states the obvious. <laughs> and it's funny because the recipe that they sent from outer space, uh, the, before they, they said, We're going to send you this recipe, but first, do you have centipede?
1: This tastes the obvious. <laughs> oh my, my uh <clears throat> I'd be uh, working with uh, the investigators my specialty would be food and um I'd strut onto the scene after the train <clears throat> after uh you know the main team left to do the dirty work to do the cleanup but also to kind of do the fingerprint tentacle print whatever he's doing in there and I get it. I see that banana, uh, and how it's eaten. And I immediately check myself into a mental health hospital. It's over. (laughs) My career is done. My, my life's destroyed. I see the banana with a sideways bite out of it through the peel. Yeah. And I realize no one told me no one has actually Kingsley has just kept his secret, but I realized as soon as I see that there's aliens, it's like that scene in Back to the
0: Future where the photograph slowly starts to lose Leah Thompson and Chris McGlover. You're watching the omnivore's dilemma slowly disappearing off shelves as if it never existed at all. And I just can't... It's a fucking butterfly me- effect. You eat one banana ass ways unravels human
1: time. <laughs> and... uh. I cannot recover. My character is that close to the edge and that pushes him over. That topples his life. And, um, you know, I'm playing checkers for decades after that. That's he's still in there. Yeah. That character. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> and then I found, then I find out like somebody, it gets back to me that she fucked Melina. And that just, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Things don't. That's how much sense the world doesn't make. I don't. Anyway, um, that's that's what I would do. Yeah. That the
0: meanwhile, the you know, obviously our team leaves and goes to deal with Syl. There is a medical crime team that shows up at that hotel room to do the you know the post mortem and to, mm-hmm. and they are fucking blown away. It's a cold case because they're just blown away. This guy got fucked. It's like he's <laughs> dead, but we we can't figure out. Something had sex with this.
1: I'm done. My character's done. He's just in the loony bin. Well, then and that's no, a bad name. It's to call funny because
0: it. they actually the huge cover up. They asked the medical examiner, "Should we send this down to the morgue?" He's like, starts to coat the place in epoxy just to like, and they said, "Just take his body unceremoniously to the crematorium. we will pretend this never happened. They swept the entire thing under the rug. It's like there's no way this dude got laid." <laughs> it's like there's, there's either that or they froze them. They froze them and waited for a, a moment in history where there was a technology to, you know, like those fucking glass aliens at the end of uh, AI. They could show up and figure out how he got laid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Have- I wonder if the peop- people, but people that sent the message um, to Earth, they they check in and they see the, the hotel room and they're like, not what we had in mind. Actually, um, <laughs> you're supposed to mate with the best. Um, <laughs> What happened? So you, uh, you've been given the financing to
0: greenlight a sequel to Species.
1: I mean, for me, I just go with my heart. I, the whole thing would, it, there'd be no alien involved. It just, I just would be catching up with Press and Laura, and they'd get married. That'd be right. that'd be the initial scene, and it just to be about Press would retire from his um, his killing, you know, his hired hand. Right. She would. Um, they'd have a kid. She'd go back to work. He'd be a he'd be a stay at home dad and just be a sweet movie.
0: My sequel is it's you you meet this goofy fucking alien and he is spamming the airwaves with bullshit. You know, he's just spamming out there it, it, and then he's reprimanded. They take him away from the station and they beat him away and it turns out that uh he was just centering gibberish out and we he didn't sense, they didn't send sill out. It's just a bunch of bullshit. So it's just this guy getting punished for sending out random shit. Turns mm-hmm. out we he, it was not a recipe to build sill kingsley read it wrong so i think it paints a a nice picture on the alien is just getting destroyed in a a jail cell and uh turns out that we don't even they don't even know that earth existed it's a huge mind fuck yeah that's pretty deep Uh, that's pretty solid um well here's the
1: thing about i just realized when you were saying that you brought up kingsley we talked about his death when his chin is bitten off okay that body that's floating in that water could not look anything look less like Ben Kingsley. They did not try. Like he obviously did not float in the water with the makeup on his chin. You know, I'm going to throw had, a hard disagree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was him. In my mind's eye, I, I seem to remember
1: a set photo of, of a Kingsley <laughs> half in the water. You're making things up. You saw set photos from this film? In
0: my mind's eye, I I have this image in my mind of an episode, an issue of like Fangoria or something where
1: Kingsley is half submerged. Oh, now you're saying I remember he almost died. Make (laughs) (laughs) almost died in that scene. Um, He almost drowned during the making of Species. The apparatus they had on his chin was too heavy. (laughs) And his poor little body. and So you think that, that and, wasn't a real Kingsley in the water? I don't think it was. Wow. I'd like to know, though. We Can we get a confirmation from our many fans? Does anybody know?
0: Or you could just go to Google and type, was that Ben Kingsley floating in the water? Let's see where that takes me. Is that a Kingsley
1: in the water? <laughs> not be a... Shyamalan. I,
0: I I need to rewatch the film just to see what happens to his chin because I didn't notice any chin damage. Yeah, I was too busy. I was too busy noticing that it
1: was an intact real Ben Kingsley. He's got an absurd amount of chin chin damage like I've never seen. Uh, levels of like almost Kim Coates level in Black Hawk Down to his chin. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm rewatching this entire film. Well, I know you were going to anyway. Yeah. You like this. You like it quite a bit. Yeah. The stinger. This movie's mm-hmm. got a stinger after the credits that you've added in. Mm-hmm. What would your little stinger be? Well, the stinger, the, the actual like scene right before the credits is the rat scene, which I hate. So this is a chance to recover. Right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, post credits, Chapel, Vegas, Madsen, Marg, getting married. Yep. Guess who's marrying them? Forest Whitaker. A very hot minister. Uh-oh. <laughs> Alien time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She does not look happy, but she's going through the ceremony. Because she she's a big fan of Madsen. Right. Uh-huh. And so then the camera zooms into this hot minister's <laughs> face. <laughs> and gives a little evil look, Nick. Yeah. That's actually... A, I have to say, that's actually a great scene. Yeah. Because it fulfills... It, I'm very, I, I'm very somehow very invested in this relationship between these two characters. Right. I want to see it uh, completed. I want to see it uh, consummated. I did see it consummated, didn't I? Oof. I want to see it. Uh, I want to see a ring on it, right? And then, you know, a little wink to the sequel, right? Nailed it. What about you? Uh, it's tough to beat that hot minister. Um,
0: <laughs> this is a sad coda. Um. But it's also uplifting. It's sort of like a, like a Joan of Arc kind of thing. Um, they're at the crematorium, and Molina's still raging hard on. Will not burn. <laughs> Everything else is completely trashed. But they're, they keep they keep pulling out the tray, and there it is in all its glory. And they still, yeah. they they try to you know they they put it back under the fire. Another person dies. They put them in there with Molina's dick. <laughs> and it just becomes a fixture in the crematorium the tray everybody that goes in there gets a little companion yeah yeah and then the then there's a another after the the fbi warning there's another stinger and it's a blacksmith and the dick is on an anvil and he's nailing it and then Sport, he's trying to he's what is he trying to do he's trying it trying to just forge it dist- into a weapon he's trying to destroy it he's trying everything in his mm-hmm. book to try mm-hmm. to trash it and then it fades to black. And then you still hear the sound of him trying to trash it for like another couple of minutes.
1: Fades the blacksmith. Here's the thing. When they call a blacksmith into a morgue, you know, things are out of hand. You know, that's serious. He picks up the phone and he's like, uh, yeah, we have a say no more. I know I'm, I'm on my way. I'm also an empath. <laughs>
0: So you're at yeah you're at an island you've gathered debris from all these films. Uh, Species has to have a nice place there. You know we got to take
1: some shit. I know. I'm going back through my notes. I put some money on Vegas had a lie. I put some money on what you would take, but um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of what I would take. I'm going to circle. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to circle what I think you're going to take on my sheet here, and then um, Uh, you, you got the new issue of Perv Bingo. I will uh, circle it and then I can show it to you. Okay. If you pick, if you pick what I think, um, I'm going to take the. There's a Polaroid moment in this movie where whip they do a selfie. This is like pre a selfie with a Polaroid where Hubley right. yeah. takes a shot with him and um, Natasha Henstridge before they get into that that horrible German infested hot tub. Yeah. He takes a Polaroid and she turns away. She because of the flash bothers her. Yeah. But he's full. Hip, he's full whipping that pic. He's he's smiling like a mug. Beautiful hair and mm-hmm. beautiful long hair in that. So I would take that Polaroid, cut her out, <laughs> and and then I'd have a picture of me. I'd stick me there, and then underneath him, I'd put dad
0: <laughs> for no reason.
1: Well, you know, it's my island. I make the rules. That's true. Fair enough. What about you? Um, I'm gonna gather um
0: some some choice memorabilia from the film i have i've taken the entirety of the the train room you know with the cocoon right. the cocoon remnants sure on the yeah wall. i've got mm-hmm. that i've got that that whole thing i've just taken it and, and strategically placed it on my island I got that those cocoon desiccates and that's what they call it yeah, on the wall right. i've got mm-hmm. the the body of the naked um Amtrak employee sure in her, in her, uh, in her bloomers and stuff. Uh, Obviously. some rappers from candy. It's a perfect, perfect little segment of the movie. And I, and I have that uh, right when you, at the, when you hit the Island, when you reach the Island, there's a, a little boardwalk. Where you, and right at the end of the boardwalk, before you're allowed on the Island, you just kind of walk through that charnel charnel house. And oh, I am, wow. and I, I have, I have done my action
1: in there. <laughs> it's a welcome house is, a, is yeah. what you're saying. The welcome, yeah. the welcome area. Yeah. You've done your action, yeah. That I've decorated be it. I mean, I've just, I've, I've,
0: I've got Post-it notes um, <clears throat> attached to all sorts of parts, uh, but a little note, like a little Post-it note, and I, and I have a rubber stamp of of lips that have kissed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is exactly what I had written down. Paper. <laughs>